welcome to episode 100 of Nolo Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, Nolo Time? Episode 100, Obed, episode 100. <laughs> we did it. We're alive. We made it. We made it, man. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, so when we started this thing, episode 100 felt like years, which technically it was. Yes. We're about two years and two months in. Yep. Two, about three months doing the podcast. And yeah, man. I mean, we started did, uh, this as a little you know, hobby idea thing and... Hopefully we can take it further. We'll see. We'll see where this goes, man. But 100 episodes, dude. Exactly. Just to make it to 100 just makes me feel so accomplished and makes me feel like there's so much more to come because, you know, like you said, Obed, like, yes, it's been uh, a couple years now, but I don't know about you, man, but to me, it doesn't feel like it's been this eternity to get here. It feels like it's just been such a, a lovely ride. It's a lovely go. And, uh, no load time, still not loading. We just keep keeping them coming, <laughs> keeping them yeah. cranking out. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm hoping we can do two. We can do another hundred. I know. I'm Hopefully with you. We can get picked up, and, and we make it. Who yeah, knows, man. man? I mean, we do this as a hobby, but we do it because we're passionate about what we talk in this show. Yes. We're passionate about video games. We're we're passionate about nerdy stuff and Star Wars and Marvel and DC and all these things. And, you know, I, I think Joel and I are, are the new Greg and Colin. I'm hoping <laughs> that Joel doesn't stab me in the back. <laughs> no, that's not happening. We're, we're, not, we're not a little bit funny. We're, I think our show is, uh, is a lot more entertaining. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I mean we, we're, we're entertaining without being obnoxious, I think. Which is, yeah, I think that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, uh, if you guys didn't notice, this is like, gonna be a very candid episode yes. no low time so we're we're just gonna reminisce in the last two years and things that happened things that got hyped and things that were awesome and also things that were duds and bad things and things that weren't so great so you know it's gonna be a roller coaster of emotions here just spanning the last two years and two months that We've been doing the podcast, uh, which I mean, we started as again talking in in our in our workplace break room. It's like hey, we should do a podcast. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this thing. I mean, and and it evolved, and and I can definitely see. I went back and and listened to some of the first episodes that we did, and Ooh. crap, we were so stiff, and <laughs> I couldn't find my voice. It was just weird. But but we made it. I mean, we got you. Got to start somewhere, and exactly. And uh, I'm I'm thankful for the experience that we've gained doing this thing, man. And I mean, I know that I, at the time we're we're still you know a very very small podcast, but I know that there's important people listening out there. That's I know right. That, I know that there's uh, there's an audience, and um, I'm grateful that uh, that we've gotten some some really good exposure and. Uh, again, the concept of the podcast was not going back to what I said, not being obnoxious and and just sharing our passion with all of you guys. And uh, again, thank you for your support. Um, as as a thank you, Joel and I uh, are doing the first ever 
no load time giveaway. So each of us are picking a game that is important to us, a game that's uh, in our, uh, not necessarily in our, in our previous episode nine list of favorite games ever, but the games that are important to us and games that uh, we believe everyone should experience. So on my end, Joel, you, uh, you can actually enter to win a copy of the Metal Gear Solid 5 Complete Edition. So this includes um, Ground Zeroes, The Phantom Pain, and all of the DLC that was released for those two games. Um, also includes Metal, Metal Gear Online, uh, which is still pretty active out there. Uh, I mean, even if Metal Gear Online dies, I-, I believe that The Phantom Pain is one of the best games ever. Um, it's a master class of, you know, master class of storytelling through gameplay. And, uh, I think everyone that has a passion for gaming should experience. Uh, so again, uh, this is, uh, my game of choice and, uh, Joel, go ahead and share yours, man. Yeah, guys, uh, for me, so basically you get two different people can win. So when someone wins one of Obed's games and then the game that I'm going to be uh, sending out to you guys, I'm going to send you guys out a copy of uh, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio Trilogy. Um, so basically, you're going to get a few games here. You're going to actually get Assassin's Creed 2. You're going to get Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and you're going to get Assassin's Creed Revelations. It also includes a copy of Assassin's Creed uh, Lineage and Assassin's Creed, um, the, uh, there's, there's the other one on there, Assassin's Creed Lineage, and there's another, um, the other animated Assassin's Creed Embers uh, that's also included on there. So um, you get those, those two films uh, and then, of course, the, the three full complete games. Uh, as I've talked to you before about it, my love for Assassin's Creed has is, is always been a thing um, from the first game. You know, it's still one of, one of my favorites and throughout the, the rest of the series, up and downs the series has had, but I've still kept playing them. And I think the Ezio trilogy uh, is some of the best games that you can get out of the Assassin's Creed franchise. So this collection is a great value. Um, I can tell them a little bit about how they want to enter in for this. So essentially what we're going to ask you guys is that uh, if you would send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com, you first of all have to be a subscriber to our show, right? You guys subscribe to our show. You guys send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. In the title, put type in uh, no load time giveaway. And then in that, that, that email you're going to send to us, we want you to put in there a reason why uh, first, we want you to tell us what one of your favorite games is and tell us why that's your favorite game. Uh, and then based upon uh, the emails, the different entries that we get, um, we're going to then pick out a winner. We'll communicate with you, and uh, you'll get mailed out uh, this uh, either the Ezio collection or Metal Gear. So that's, that's not a bad deal right there, man. Yeah, let us know which game you prefer, and we'll be picking this on the show coming in August 22nd. So yes. you got two weeks to enter um, and, you know, send us an email and let us know, you know, again, what Joel said, what Joel said what's your favorite game of all time and why, and um, we would love to share that with the audience if that's okay with you guys. But yeah, man, I'm excited because we're doing this thing. You know, again, we're doing it as a hobby, and we're doing it when we are doing this as a thank you to you guys. So, uh, Joel, you want to talk about you know what's what's happened since we've uh, been doing the show? I know that there's some news out there. The Evo happened, right? Evo was a thing over the weekend. Yeah, uh, there's that was pretty thing, cool. There's a, a it was fantastic. It was probably the best Evo ever. 
Um, and we'll probably talk about it a little bit more next week. I know that that is a hot topic right now, but uh, you know, today is a special occasion. So if you guys want to hear fighting games, you're going to have to wait until next week. Uh, also, by the way, Joel, they, uh, just, uh, just to plug it in, there is a uh, just announced fighting game uh, Street Fighter tournament on August 24th at Full Sail. At, at That's the, awesome. At the uh, Full Sail uh, Esports uh, Arena. So, the Fortress. At the Fortress, yep. So uh, if you guys are interested, uh, I'm going to try and make it out. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, but it's actually free for... Uh, um, you know, just to, just to, uh, spectate. So, uh, so it's free to everyone. It's only $10 to enter if you want. And there's like, there's three games. I know one of them is street fighter. Uh, I should enter. I, I, yeah, man. Why not? I should. <laughs> Come on. I like, want to tell the wife. Like, I'm, I'm playing on a video game tournament. Damn it. You got to support me. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what the, if there's a, a big a prize is I'm assuming involved, but why yeah, not? Yeah, exactly. Not? Yeah. Um, but Joel, um, some of the things that had happened since we started doing the podcast. And I think to me, uh, let, let's start with the biggest one, man. Cause we, we've been, uh, going through when it was first announced, uh, up until, you know, next week when the Blu-ray releases and, uh, and, and that is that we had, uh, the, the two Avenger movies that came out, um, 2018, 2019 respectively, you know, uh, and, Avengers uh, Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Um, I always feel the need to call it uh, Infinity War Part 2 because that's really what it is. But um, it's it's amazing, Joel, that I, I wouldn't have... I, I When I was in high school and I was really into, into Marvel Comics, um, I would have never thought that an event like this could occur. And it made me like... I'm getting goosebumps because I, I it's 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 a big deal, right? Yeah. When we talk about it in the show and we talk about you know uh, our reviews and whatnot, it, and we and we put our emotions out out there, but you know going through uh, you know now like you kids in high school right now are like everyone loves Marvel, everyone loves video. It's normal. Every, yeah, exactly. It's mainstream. Everyone loves anime. So you know back when I was in high school, you know. It was just the nerds, right? It's like, oh, it was me and a couple of friends that were into Marvel and games and anime and all this stuff. So it was it was really hard. It was like, oh, look at these nerds. It was it was not 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 that I would say it wasn't acceptable because that's not the right word, but it was it wasn't mainstream. It was not it was very uncommon at the time. So uh, you know, some of the kids in school were into Michael Jordan and buying tennis shoes. I was into getting Marvel trading cards and buying Sega CD games, you know, um, that was my thing. But yeah, Joe, it, it's talk about an event that, um, you know, just really took um, our love for our love for the Marvel properties, our love for comic book uh, superheroes uh, into the stratosphere. And uh, this is like Marvel is no longer, the Mar- Marvel is no longer the a niche thing that some people like. Marvel is now the bar that that movie experiences need to be, and and that to me, Joe, it's like I I would have never thought of this this 
two years that we've had with these two Avenger movies. Uh, not to mention, you know, the other in-betweens, the, you know, uh, Black Panther and the Spider-Man movies that we got. And, you know, I wasn't a super big fan of Captain Marvel, but I appreciate definitely what they did. Um, so, man, I, I am just uh, speechless because it just makes me so happy to know that something that I loved back when I was in high school something that I, that I was, that was a, a big part of me growing up uh, back in the nineties is now uh, loved by everyone. And um, to me, Joel, that's, that's very important. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Uh, our, our last Avengers Endgame spoiler review episode is our biggest episode to date in the history of no load time. Um, you know, when I look back, like you said, Obed and think about um you know, when I first had my, my first love uh, for the Marvel properties as a, as a young person and, and uh, you know, reading and just loving and being fascinated with these different characters. I mean, we're talking Iron Man being a super C-tier character um, and, and, you know, his, the events that t- transpire with this character over these years is now something that people love. You know, if you would have told me Obed years ago that this was going to happen, I, I would have thought it was a joke. And the reason being is it's not just because of it being um, good movies, because I didn't think of these, I always thought these could be good movies, right? Um, the Avengers film, um, there's, there's just fantastic stories and there's still so much more to be told. But um, to tell me that not only are these movies going to be good movies, but they're going to have quality actors attached to them. Like, it's not going to be a joke. Like, these are, like, Oscar award-winning, I mean, you know, very yeah. well, um, uh, well, highly, uh, you know, attained, uh, you know, actors being associated with these films. Directors, the same thing. Um, and then you tell me that um, these movies are going to be reviewed extremely well by critics. That these are... <laughs> so, like, the critics are going to think these are great movies. And then not only does that happen, Obed, these... are. It's after Endgame. Endgame is the number one highest grossing film of all time. So we're not just talking about, oh my goodness, we had this amazing event. And like you would have told me, as they're like, no, these movies are going to be, these are going to be films now. These comic book characters, they're going to be respected. They're going to be, a, you know, having, a, you know, acclaim associated to them. Uh, you know, they're going to be financial success around the world. And I mean, Black Panther, like you mentioned, that movie got nominated for Best Picture. I, I, I still can't believe that when I think about that. I never serious, would have thought that these guys would have ever even just thought about a movie like that. It's serious. So it's, it's, there's, a, there's a mold that's being broken and the future is very bright. But living right now and having the podcast going on at the same time as these incredible events that's transpiring, it's such an awesome thing. We can, we can, we can live these things out together. And it's been such a great ride um, and such an amazing time to be alive. I'm wearing my Infinity War shirt right now, actually. Um, you know, right now. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember again going back to when when uh, rumors of Spider-Man started running back in the '90s, back when uh, you know Marvel was not doing so hot, and they were just giving away the rights, basically. Um, and uh, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the magazine. Actually, I'm, I'm just I'm looking it up because I, I forgot the name of the magazine. But uh, a friend of mine used to buy uh, a lot of these like 
news magazines that came out for uh, comic books back in the 90s. Um, you know, the uh, magazines that would give you like pricing on trading cards and, and, and issues and all that. And it also has nat news sections and articles. And man, I remember back then when they were saying like, like Sony was looking at, at Charlie Sheen to place Peter Parker back in the nineties. I was like, these like dumb things, right. That, you know, would have never Jackson. worked now, but I'm sorry. Michael Jackson wanted to be Spider-Man. Remember that? Yeah. He wanted, yeah. I mean, he wanted to do Spider-Man and Superman. He wanted to yeah. do, he wanted to do everything. Michael Jackson was a, a uh, character by itself. But, but I mean, these things were were, ha- were talked about, were happening. But. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I, I remember all this. Uh, Wizard magazine. Okay, so, yes. I remembered. I remembered. Yep. Yeah. So um, you know, my friend used to buy these a lot, and, and we would just you know, he would take it to school. We would see them at school, or when I would go to his house to hang out, and 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 we just browsed through those. And uh, and he was also an illustrator and. You know, he had murals in his room. It was like, so he was really talented illustrator, man. And he always wanted to get a job at comic books and, you know, ended up join, joining the army, which, uh, by the way, he's moving to Orlando in a few months. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen him in a while, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I it's it's incredible. And uh, what they did with Spider-Man and both back when the Raimi movies and now, uh, of course, with Homecoming and uh, Far From, From Home, what they're doing with Spidey and all these properties is just incredible, Joel. Uh, I am so happy and delighted that Marvel found its footing and uh, and are able to do, you know, what they're doing. So Future's bright. X-Men are coming. Fantastic Four is coming. It's just going to get better. Yeah, yeah. Joe, one thing that I want to talk about, it's, it's something that, that's been very divisive, and, but we're, we like it. And it's one of our favorite things, man. And, and during our, our run, we've had two Star Wars movies that we can talk about. So uh, the first one, of course, being um, The Last Jedi. Um, a very divisive movie, uh, a movie that I like, uh, just, just to be clear. But Again, one of those things that seeing Star Wars come back with uh, The Force Awakens and and just going into this thing, then giving us Rogue One, which, you know, ended up being one of my favorite Star Wars movies ever. Yeah. Um, and, and then going into The Last Jedi was such a, a, a hype thing. And But, it, you know, at the end of the day, it did leave me a little bit shook, man, because... I mean, the, the last Jedi happened, you know, and a very, very divisive. We talked, sorry? You had to walk, you said. Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had to walk it off. I had, that was a, yeah, that was intense. Like, I didn't have to walk off Avengers and, you know, Endgame, um, you know, which, which I know a lot of people had to because, I mean, there's reactions out there of people just falling in the movie theater. But, yeah. um, but The Force Awakens, uh, not, not The Force Awakens, but Last Jedi was very divisive. I liked it. Uh, I know that. I respect um, the uh, the director's creative vision on this movie, and I overall think this is a good movie. A bit long, in my in my opinion, but uh, but good. We we got that man. So yeah, that that movie. Um, I was a big you know big fan of Force Awakens. I know people had issues with that movie, you know, being a complete uh, copy to some people, right? Of of you know from the original trilogy, but. When I look at Last Jedi, I think that's that's what that movie is, right? Like it was trying to be different than anything else that we'd seen before, and uh, I think what really hurt it from a critical perspective is that um, people had so many expectations going into it, 
it's almost like they thought they had the movie already figured out and when it was anything yeah. anything less or anything different than what they expected therefore the movie was no good and um so people started making the arguments of you know if you're a real star wars fan you don't like the last jedi and that's that's a form of elitism right like i think you and i've talked about this before like as fans, we've got to be able to be constructive with one another. You're entitled to your opinion. If you don't like Absolutely. The Last Jedi, you, you don't have to like the movie. But if you're going to not like the movie, um, it's, I think it's, it's immature. And, and I think it's, it's wrong as fans. We should not encourage a culture where we're saying um, you're not a real fan if you like this. Because, Obed, you and I will argue with people over this movie. Uh, we'll debate with people over this movie. I think this movie is a good movie. You and I, I, I remember, I think I saw it first, I think. And I told you, I was like, look, dude, I like the movie. And then I remember I like, talked to you and I was like, waiting because I knew so many divisive stuff out there. I was like, I got to hear Obed's response. And we talked in person about it, you know, and, uh, and you said, dude, the movie's good. Like, <laughs> like, like you looked at me like, I don't understand good. what the deal is. And yeah. I, I, again, it's things is uh, the, the great, I think that there's something really brilliant about The Last Jedi and it yeah. is, it is the way that it's able to toy with your emotions because it, shatters expectations um you know you get you're emotionally involved with these characters and and they do this very you know divisive and creative things at the same time but you know it's able to steer something in you and and i think that's a very powerful thing again one of the things that i've said multiple times during the show is you know the worst thing that could happen to something that you do creatively is for people to be indifferent towards it yeah and 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 there was and the, no one was indifferent towards this they had because people either loved it or hated it it was like there was like this fervor behind it and it was it was fantastic to see i mean and i got it got pretty crazy with that you know that remake and the and the no women uh you know cut of the last jedi and all this stupid so things wild. but you know man babies are gonna be man babies we talked about them plenty on the show We've had shows dedicated to the man babies, so uh, <laughs> it's 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 gonna be what's gonna be, right? you know what? You know, haters gonna, uh, you know, whatever they say. Absolutely. Um, but um, going to solo, man, because solo was a, uh, um, I mean, I did the, I the I didn't watch it in the movie theater, and which I, which I have technically seen every Star Wars movie in the movie theater. Wow. Te and I say technically because I uh, when. The special editions came out in the '90s. I went to see them in the movie theater. I mean, I was too small when uh, the uh, New Hope and Empire came back. Uh, Return of Jedi. I think I went to see it in the movie theater, but I don't remember it. I was, I was you know, three years old or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so I went in the '90s to watch the the, the special editions, and of course, I went to see the prequels, and I went to see uh, the other ones. But Solo, I did not go to the movie theater. To see it, Joel. I did buy it on Blu-ray, of course. Um, I uh, the first time I watched it, I was I was really meh. The second one, the second time I watched it, I I kind of enjoyed it a little bit more, and I I could see where they were going. Uh, yes, the movie has some pacing issues. Uh, it's definitely not the best hours movie, uh, but it's competent. I mean, uh, considering you know, considering all the problems that the movie had when it was you know all the production problems and the director's getting fired technically um you know and 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 all this you know drama behind it reshoots re you know rewrites and all these things all things considered the movie is competent uh, and it's a fun time so um 
it, it was very surprising. The the you know the twist cameo thing at the end was really good. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it was kind of dumb. With you know, why do you need to turn it on? You're you're on a hologram. You don't need to do these things, right? For the sake uh, of for yeah, for steering up the fanboys, but yeah. you know, um. But yeah, I mean, it, it was fine for what it was, Joe. I don't know what what your thoughts are on it. I mean, if you want to add anything else to no. what everybody said. No, I, I, I mean, just briefly here, I mean, just saying that, like, look, I think the movie, like you said, is competent. I just think it lacks a little bit of the Star Wars magic that I feel when I watch Star Wars movies. There's a certain type of um, emotional or just like adventurous feelings that I get when I watch movies that have always just hooked me from the beginning. And I just wasn't um, I wasn't captured by the magic they're doing the Kessel Run, which is something I've I would love to have seen on, on, on the big screen. And I didn't feel that that into it. So I think um, the movie, you know, it, it's a movie that I'll, I'll, I'll watch. It's the one Star Wars movie, Obed, that I don't own. Um, I'm not saying I never will, but maybe maybe I'll get it one of these days. I don't know. But but yeah, I think that that was the issue with it, right? It was the magic of Star Wars. But I'm not going to tell people not to watch it. I think it's, it's, it's fine, like you said. It's watchable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm excited for... Uh, for the rest of Skywalker, I mean, based on, oh yeah, you know, early impressions are that this movie is gonna be mind blowing. So, uh, I mean, we shall see. But um, yeah, I mean, Star Wars is again one of our favorite things that we like to, to talk about here in the show. Is it's you know one of one of the one of the 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 holy trinity of nerdum. Oh, absolutely, it's, it's up there. You know, is right now is Marvel, Star Wars, and I don't know what else. You know, something <laughs> else, something nerdy. <laughs> little the Lord of Rings, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Joe, um, Spider Man uh, into the Spider Verse. I mean, I would talk about a fan freaking tastic movie, man. Um, that was so good. I, you know, teared up watching the movie. Um, it, it is, it is on a whole new level of storytelling. It is so, so good, so well done. Um, you know, they reference the old Spider-Man, the, the Raimi movies, and yeah. uh, and they point at a, at a potential future for the MCU as well. Um, so I I absolutely love the movie. I mean, I saw it after, even after he won the Oscar. I saw it not too long ago, um, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I think. And um, I am in love with that movie. That movie is fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a it's a really surprisingly great movie like i think i don't think anyone thought it was gonna be a bad movie and i remember when it was initially announced i was like wait sony's making an animated spider-man movie in addition to because it was like right during the deal with the time when they made the deal with disney no right? one believed in this movie this movie is like everyone's like oh this movie's gonna be awful yeah. it's sony yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but because of being a Spider-Man fan, I think I was one of the few people who was like, well, uh, if it's an animated, at least it's separate. It's its own thing. Could be good. Yeah. Watch the movie. Like you said, same thing. Emotions like you just in love with it. I jumped right away on Facebook Live. If you're not following us at no load time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you're missing out. Got to follow us. But jump on there quickly. Just emotionally, just riveted by the movie. Got to see an early screening of it. And uh, I've watched it a few times since then. Uh, I know at Comic-Con, one of the um, one of the artists, this guy was talking about the movie. He's like, dude, there was a point where I was nearly watching it every single day. He was saying, there are people there who love this movie. And it makes sense because it's one of those movies that um, we've not had an animated movie this this special in a while. So it yeah. was just a really, really, really good time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was great. Um, Joel DC, you know, we got, we got 
we got a few things to talk about since we started the show. Of course, Wonder Woman was was fantastic. Yep. Uh, you know, it's a great, great movie. Uh, definitely paid respect to the character. Um, you know, well shot, well lit. This, this overall, this movie was really good. Again, we're going back into the DC has some serious problems with CG. Um, you know, and, and I think is that Marvel because of their planning, and and I would say eighty percent of their planning has worked very well. Uh, they're able to pull off the uh, the the type of effects and CG that they can, but. Uh, DC, on the other hand, they're they're trying to push these things. Uh, I mean, of of course, we know that the next Wonder Woman got delayed until next year, but um, I think it was very very well done. I'm, I don't, I don't you know, uh, competence not the right word because competence is the right word for solo. Um, but this movie was good. Now, you can tell that there's definitely passion behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, paying respect to the character was very important to me, and and that was great. Um, and you know, leading up to Justice League, so yeah, uh, looking at what happened with the Justice League movie, supposed to be a very a huge event. I mean, that the people I don't think people realize that's the very first time we had ever seen a live action Justice League. These are the uh, the, the 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 Olympic gods, if you would say, of the the, I, the world, icons, yeah, the icons. You know, the, no matter what you say about Marvel and then their characters, and obviously right now they're they're really the hot thing. But for you know, all these characters been around for the last you know seventy whatever years, like those have always been the characters. Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman have always been the number one most iconic. You could go across the seas, Asia, wherever it is, and people know who they are. Um, so you expect we expected a, a really great time. Personally, I think Justice League is not a bad movie, but uh, it definitely suffered greatly due to behind the scenes uh, issues that happened. It's unfortunate. I really wanted that movie to be a movie that I was in love with. Um, sometimes when when I think about the movie, it's hard for me to think of. <laughs> yeah, the mustache. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard for me to think of um, like my favorite scene in that movie, and that's a problem, right? Like if I want to look back, but like, oh, that one scene though. I, I think actually Obed kind of like Batman versus Superman more. I do like too. Edition. I do too. I do yeah. too. I do too. The controversy. Yeah, it's all on popular opinion over here. Yep. I do. I do too. Yeah, I think the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman is better than Justice League. I agree. I mean, it's three hours long, but it's it's good, and it has its memorable sequences. You know. Has that you know the sequence of Batman saving Martha and and, and Mar the Martha scene is you know it there yeah. is things that are really th- things that are really really stand out and and you know uh, some people found the Martha scene to be very silly I found it to be um, uh, a very a moment that that humanized Superman in a very strong way and and also Batman as well I mean they I think there was a very powerful scene I mean it, it played a little bit silly but at the end of the day. Um, there was a lot of power behind at the moment, so um, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, and and then um, you know we got Aquaman, and Aquaman was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, the problem with Aquaman though is that they needed it to be a great movie, and it's a good movie. So uh, people like that movie more than they like Justice League. I feel similarly to that movie than I feel about Justice League. I think I like Aquaman a notch more, but it's not necessarily like. You know, my favorite DCEU movie, for sure, Wonder Woman right now is that one. Man is still right there with it. Um, But, you know, like, 
Aquaman is a movie. If you heard my earlier reviews when we when we with, with the show, you know, this last Christmas season, um, you know, I, I told you guys I was like, no, actually, there were some good movies that came out. You know, like that was one of them that I actually enjoyed watching. But uh, you know, I'm not sure that it it warrants them to make another Aquaman movie, and that's what they need, right? They need you to be like, I want more to the story, and I'm not so sure. I'm sitting around going, can't wait for Aquaman too. So. That's yeah. what I mean by being a good movie, but not necessarily the great movie they needed. Yeah. Uh, also, Joel, we saw uh, the uh, death of resurrection of Transformers. I know. Because we had the last yeah, night. I and then love Bumblebee. And then Bumblebee was so good. Oh, my goodness. I watched that on my flight to Comic-Con, dude. It's a really good movie. It's great, man. I really loved it. I really, really did. And, yeah, I mean, talk about crazy stuff with, with movies. And, uh, of course, we got our, you know, our negatives when it comes to Marvel. Um, you know, unfortunately, Netflix. Uh, we saw The Punisher come and go. And... We saw the entire Marvel. <laughs> yeah, they got they got snapped out of existence, uh, out of the Netflix cinematic universe, um, the, which is unfortunate. And I'm hoping that uh, again, Disney having this fantastic deal now with Hulu that they just announced this week for thirteen dollars a month, you get Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, you know, uh, hopefully, these characters can find their way into uh, another property and and and. and Hopefully, Marvel finds something for them to do. Uh, the acting, the actors were great. All of them were on point. Uh, everything was good. Um, you know, I think again the weakest one being uh, uh, Iron Fist. But yeah. uh, you know, at the end of the day, the first season, you know, it was started really slow, but it was pretty enjoyable towards the end. I still haven't watched season two. I never saw Luke Cage. I never saw season two or three of Jessica Jones. So, you know. It's one of those things. It's really hit and miss. Uh, Daredevil, I loved. I watched all of those and, and, and you know, Defenders. But, uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunate that we lost that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I know that Marvel has bigger plans for all these properties. So, uh, so we'll see what comes out of that. That's right. Disney Plus stuff announced at Comic-Con. A lot of good stuff starting next year with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, good future looking ahead. Yeah. Uh, Joel, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we will be right back with you guys. And we're back. Um, Joel, gaming. I mean, uh, so many things came out since we started the show. I think that during the first three months, you were you guys were getting my Persona Five updates. Uh, that was pretty good <laughs> back then. Yeah, um, and get ready to to do. Uh, I'm I'm ready to do it again next year with uh, when when Royal comes out. So, uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> but uh, but Joel, what are what are some of your favorite you know games that came out uh, during the last two years? Oh my goodness! Uh, well, I think in most recent memory, I can say the uh, you know the one game that really had me um, pulled in, and I recommend to everyone. I don't care what your what kind of gaming style your uh, games you're into. Your PS4 owner, you need to own Spider-Man PS4. Um, that is a fantastic game. It has set the bar, I would say so, for um, for superhero video games. 
Um, you know, even so, so much so that now we've got a new game coming out. The, the new Avengers game comes out and everyone's comparing it to, but is it as good as that Spider-Man PS4 game? Because it was yep. just that well. Everyone's got to compare it to it, yeah. Yeah, one of the best sellers. They're attaching it to the PS4 bundles or during Christmas time for Black Friday. I mean, it is just a game that if you're a PS4 owner, you need to experience it. Do yourself a favor. It's that fantastic. And uh, I was actually on the edge of, of buying that as one of the, the giveaways. Maybe we'll do that as a future giveaway. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I'm in love with that game. There's so many great surprises that I won't spoil. Uh, the mechanics are so good. Uh, of course, everyone knows it for its beautiful graphics and the, the great, um, sw- again, w- when you're swinging, right? Like, it, it's very natural. The swinging mechanics. Yeah, the swinging mechanics. It's not like you're just kind of just going from side to side. You can go any direction and, and, and fall and go any any angle you want to hit at that you want. It's very natural. Um, dude, that Spider-Man PS4 game, I could go on and on and on about how good it is. That's awesome, man. I am looking forward to play it. I, I haven't gonna. I think I'm just gonna go to Best Buy over the weekend because it's on sale. If I don't find it on Best Buy, I'll probably just buy it online and, and get the, the free because I got that Best Buy free shipping with the Elite stuff. So, yeah. so I'll probably I'll probably just uh, take the hit and, and get it because I heard so many great things about it. Um, you know, and and I really I really want to play it. So, uh, so I'm probably just gonna uh, take take the leap, as as Spidey would say. Or take a swing, <laughs> you know, take a swing at it. Excelsior. Excelsior. Uh, Joe, um, Nier Automata, I mean, it's one of the games that I played during the last few years. It came out a couple of months before we started actually recording the podcast, um, but I, I put it on the back burner because I wanted to do Persona first. And um, talk, about, talk about getting shook to your, to your core. Um, that game, that game is fantastic. Um, that game is is an absolute masterpiece. One of my, it became one of my favorite games ever. Um, you know, Castlevania Symphony of the Nine unfortunately got bumped out of, of the number ten spot because that's uh, that's in. Um, it's uh, it's just a, I it just takes storytelling, Joel, and because of the nature of gaming and it being interactive um it, it's like uh, it is just so such a profound experience man because it's it, it's a it's a at the end of the day this is not just a video game it is a, a philosophical analysis on on what it is, what it is to be a human um disguised as an action game and and it is just mind-blowing and and beautiful you know uh the set pieces uh character design of course you know being now iconic um and and that music just it's it's absolute you know the the that that it's probably the best soundtrack of any game ever in my opinion um right now uh, final fantasy 15's close cuz the music in final fantasy 15 and is just exquisite so um but but near is just sublime and and the way that uh, the music uh, in, interacts with the game um you know the unexpected twist at the end uh where you know the true hero of the story is revealed basically and um and and man again goosebumps <laughs> it's like it's crazy uh yeah, I was actually gonna pick that as my game of choice to give out, 
Um, but it's not, I, I think it's not, um, you have to be of a self, of a certain mental state and to, to really appreciate that game. Um, because it is, it is very profound. Um, and it's, you know, I highly, highly recommend it to anyone that is interested in playing uh, a single player narrative. Um, the game, it's, uh, it, 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 it tricks you because you know the game has you know supposedly has multiple playthroughs to for you to get the the true ending and that is that is not true because you play it the first time and then you play it the second time but from a different perspective uh because the other character that's with you hears things that you cannot hear and sees things that sees things that you cannot see so it just expands the story and then the third and the fourth part of the game are completely different so um i highly recommend it again uh if you're looking for a deep deep you know uh storytelling experience absolutely near dude got a war talk about a, yeah talk about a friggin' fantastic game. it's on sale right now i think at best buy it's pretty cheap okay. yeah uh but that game's fantastic and i'm not gonna spoil anything i'm not gonna talk about anything on this game but just just you play it It's just you play. It. It's like you play it. That's the that's the thing, on this <laughs> one. Yeah. And again, I didn't spoil anything on near, but you know, um, uh, yeah, I got a war. It's the same thing. You know, action packed, and uh, the story is really good. Even uh, what's crazy is uh, what's really impressive on God of War is that how they are able to tell how such a deep story with so few characters. Because there's not a lot of characters in that game. There's, you know, only very few people that show up and, and you know, expand the story. So, uh, so it's really, it's, it, it was really well done because it's, uh, um, you know, at the end of the day, I heard, you know, that uh, at the end of the day, the, the budget for this game wasn't that high. It wasn't like a crazy, you know, Hideo Kojima, you know, Metal Gear, $80 million thing. But, uh, but, but it was really well done. Um, and uh, just, The graphics, music's great. Uh, graphically, it's probably one of the better looking games out there. Uh, although I think that right now, for the for the money, Horizon Zero Dawn is the best looking game ever. So, uh, but God of War is 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 close. It's close. It's uh, wow. it looks really good, and uh, also you know deep story and very touching, very moving. So, uh, you know, very good uh, new twist on Kratos. So. Very good. Yeah, you've talked to me about it uh, and, and so much. So I was already very interested in the game. Um, but after hearing all the great things you had to say, and even you're saying right now, you know, it's definitely something that I, I need to make sure that I, I get to experience. Uh, and you and I have talked about before, like, I, I mean, at least speaking for myself, like I was not a God of War guy before this. No, uh, me neither. Like, I was not somebody into that, but how well they've marketed the game and then hearing the positive reviews even more so just makes you say, okay, there's something I need to experience. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it, is, it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, um, Joe, uh, what do you think of the stream that we did back last year for E3 for, for uh, the PlayStation event? Man, that was such a great time. I, <laughs> I, I felt sad that, that Sony wasn't there this last year for the, just for the sake of us two hanging out and doing a nice fun recording like we did for that episode. But man, it was such a fun episode because You got such raw, candid reactions from us. It was a very unique show, dude. Like it was, it was a weird your, show. Yeah, it was not your 
your your your cousin's E3, man. It was not no, something not you're used to watching. It was very different. We're like, wait. I remember us, as we're watching, you could watch it back and see our reactions. We're like, wait, are they changing rooms? Like, they're walking into the next place because they started in, like, a church. And then next thing you know, <laughs> they're in some, like, you know, big plaza. But it was so, it was so cool that it was different, I think. And yeah. I love, of course, your reaction to something that was announced where you actually started literally – for two, yeah, it was it was one of the best reactions. Yeah, the R two remake, uh, which by the way I started playing this past weekend, and it, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, abs- oh, Joel, this the Capcom's freaking killing it. Wow, uh, that game is really good. Uh, I only got to play one day because uh, the next day I started playing it, and my daughter started complaining that it, that it was too scary. Oh, okay, it's it scary. I jumped, yeah. dude. I jumped like three times, like actual like oh, crap. It's like, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good, especially um, playing it with headphones because, you know, you get the immersion and it does uh, support spatial sound. So uh, as long as you have stereo headphones plugged in, uh, it looks, it just sounds really good. So, uh, yeah, I started it. It, it. it looks good even on the standard PS4. I mean, it's a little bit choppy in places, but uh, but it looks really good. So, yeah. Man, That's between awesome. that, uh, Devil May Cry 5, Monster Hunter, um, there the ongoing support with Street Fighter Five, um, Capcom is, I think they're back on track and, and in a very good way, and I think they're they're leading the march. And uh, in, in when it comes to Japanese games at the at the time, it's it's going it's back to being the old Capcom, and you know they got the old producers back and all these guys working on new projects. Uh, I am really excited to see what the future holds for Capcom and. Um, just going back to you know other things, and and I mentioned it on the on the podcast since the beginning that I've been I was a Sega kid, and and Sega is is doing really well with you know their support for other platforms, and of course the Yakuza games, which you know rumor is that Sega makes those games because there's a connection between you know Japanese mafia and Sega, and you know <laughs> but at the end of the day you know it's video games whatever. But, uh, you know, and then Sega actually acquiring Atlas and, you know, now be owning Persona and all these other properties and, you know, uh, Shin Megami Tensei and all this stuff. So, uh, so they're doing really well. Fortunately, though, for Konami, they, they keep their, they, they, they're like non-existent. Although, I mean, they are putting out some stuff, you know, they put that Castlevania collection for, uh, PS4. They put out the anniversary collection for all platforms. Uh, they're putting out a contract collection. Um, they're releasing a, a Turbo Graphics Mini. So it looks like they're trying to gain a little bit of good faith with with gamers. We'll see how that works. Uh, rumor is that they're they're working on a new Metal Gear game, like a legit Metal Gear game. Um, you know, not survive all this garbage that they did. You know they're actually going to uh, do something new. Um, you know, all their rumor, there's rumors that uh, Blue Point is, is doing uh, a PS4 exclusive game, which is rumored to be a Metal Gear remake of sorts. It could be, you know, a remake of four, which is still on the PS3 is the only way you can play that game is if you have a PS3 and if you own, you know, the game disc, Oh, I think it's available for download, but yeah, it's, um, you know, unfortunately, that the game's still trapped on 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 the PS3. Um, Joel, I don't know if you've had a chance to turn on your PS3 recently, but oh boy, that UI—it's a, uh, 
and I used to think that was the thing, dude. I was Me too. I, I've talked about before PS3, like I loved and I I really love my PS4, but PS3, there was something about when that thing came out. I was like, it does everything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that UI has not aged well. No, and it's slow. And, oh, the downloads are awful and and the way it applies it, it applies to patches. Oh, it's just no. If a, if a friend came over and wanted to play with me, we would like literally we would buy a game, run and just run in just one of us would just run in, get that thing booting up. <laughs> And then we could just hang out and play like after a couple hours of the thing downloading. It's, it's rough. Convenient. That was one of the big selling points for PS4, right? It was like, yeah. you know, to pop that disc in and go for it. Yeah. Talk about, you know, um, I, I think we're, we're getting spoiled because of the Switch, man. Because the Switch, the load times on the Switch are, are really good. Yeah, like almost. <laughs> Not exactly like, Mar- like time, but. Yeah, like Mario Kart is really fast. And even Mario Odyssey for the amount of, uh, you know, for the size of the worlds is really quick. Uh, Zelda takes a little bit, understandable. Um, but, you know, um, for the most part, I've, I think the load times on the Switch are just phenomenal. So I'm hoping to see something like that on PS5, Joe. What, I mean, we've done a couple of episodes dedicated to rumors and specs and all this stuff for PS5. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, what what do you think? What do you think, man? What, are we still shooting for uh, fall 2020? I think so. I was telling you, Obed, like I'm just waiting for the news to break while we're recording. Like, check your I'm phone gonna, now. I'm going to do a scrum <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, dude, like, because let me tell you something. That's just, if that would have happened, that would have hijacked episode 100. I mean, it's just that, that big of a deal. But PS5 uh, is definitely something that we'll get very near. I think by the end of next year, we'll have it. Um, if not before then, uh, but I do think end of, uh, of 2020, it makes sense, uh, fall. So yeah, Obed, uh, probably we'll get an announcement, um, uh, of saying, Hey, we're working on this thing at the end of this year, early next year. Uh, and then we'll see some more come out probably at E3. Um, yeah, I think we'll see stuff before yeah. E3. I think we'll, I think we'll see something. Um, you know, they, I, I believe that Sony has an event planned sometime this year. Um, maybe we'll see something there, a tease of sorts. Um, there's enough stuff coming out for PS4 still. Uh, you know, we got this trending coming out in November. Um, the rumor is that The Last of Us is going to come out in February next year. Um, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, now it's rumored to be a cross-gen game, which oh, nice. will come out on both both platforms. So, I mean, PS4 still has some stuff coming out. There's uh, you know, things like Medieval and all these other stuff that that are coming out on 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 PS4. Uh, of course, phenomenal third-party support. So, there's plenty right to keep you entertained for another year or so. But you know, when this thing drops, it's gonna be a big deal. Again, I'm still on the fence. I, I need to see it. If it's priced right, there's not gonna be going around it, and I'm gonna pre-order it. But um, you know, I, I'm I'm still very skeptical of buying consoles uh, on on first release because of technical issues. Uh, so I may just work wait like six months or something like that, and then get it. So, um, but we'll see, man. I mean, we've gotten plenty of rumors that we talked about on the show, and it's it's been one of our favorite things to talk and. You know, uh, moving out on, uh, on, on, you know, more PlayStation stuff, of course, the success of the PS4 hitting 100 million. And, and we've seen game after game after game. It's been so good, man. 
So, um, you know, uh, Crackdown 3 came out. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anyone who, who played it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why he's played it. Yeah, it's out there, I guess. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we get to Microsoft and see um, that it's been all over the place, unfortunately. And uh, hopefully they can bring it back together. I think they're doing a really good job with with how they're trying to market Scarlet, and I, I they, they have an ace under their, their, you know, their, their sleeve. They, they, they're gonna pull something off. So, um, so I'm not too worried about Microsoft right now. Uh, and of course, Nintendo just killing it, man. Just being, you know, breaking records with the with the Switch sales and uh, you know, dominating Japan basically, and all these great Switch games that that have come out since we started recording. Yeah, I got my Switch first. You got your Switch then, dude. Like, we're in love with these things. It's, it's, a, it's a great concept. Yeah. Sales have been great. I'm a fan of what they're doing now with this new light version. Um, I think I think they've they've really uh, put out something really solid. And, and the thing before then is it's kind of that, just that, a thing of the past. Nobody remembers the Wii U, and that's okay. But the, <laughs> they've, they've, they've shown how to take a step massively in the right direction, how to re, uh, rearrange yourself kind of come together, pull things together, analyze, understand where they made their mistakes, understand what people love, understand their successes, and then just uh, make the right decisions based on that and the people are following. So it, that's what's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Joe, and then we got, we got the Dutch, man. I mean, um, EA, and they're constant, you know, what are you doing? And why it's being so out of touch with everything they do. And the Battlefront 2 thing that we talked for like episodes, man. For We talked for episodes about Battlefront 2. I think we talked about like six episodes straight about this whole Battlefront thing. Because it, I played it. On Sunday, that's all I played on Sunday for like four hours. Battlefront, it's good. It's a great game. You know, it's unfortunate that it got just burned by all this bad press that was completely unnecessary. I mean, you'd see if you play the game, you'd see where where some of the criticism could have been. You know, of course, the game is a totally different experience now than what it was at launch. But um, you know, even if it was sort of the you know single player experience, which was you know, competent. So it was, it was solo. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and I play, have stars Battlefront one, the very first one that they did on PS4. Um, and we liked it, but the issue with that game was that it was only online, didn't have a campaign. So this was supposed to be the one to, to, to make us excited. I was at, uh, Star Wars Celebration Orlando when Battlefront yeah. two officially, uh, announced. And, um, from the announcement, you know, they, the stuff that they showed, oh, my goodness, you're going to be able to play as these, you know, uh, uh, prequel characters, and you're going to be able to do this, and, and the story is going to be about this character, and you're going to really be fascinated because we grabbed stuff from this this lady's books, um, and we did this, and, and it was a great show that they put on for everybody, and, uh, you know, you're around all the most passionate fans about this thing, and you and I both said that like, look, when the game came out and we actually got our hands on it, we, we liked the game, 
it had to do with uh, the business, right? Like this is a, a game that suffered because of um, some issues with the business, understanding the way um, EA had their loot boxes and the issues that was going on with that and their or surprise mechanics, right? As we, we talked about in other episodes, <laughs> EA episodes were some of our top uh, rated episodes. So from behind the scenes, Obed and I would talk about this all the time because we were trying to figure this thing out. And then we'd come on the podcast and we would see another headline drop and we'd talk about it again because there was a new development with something that was said or retracting. Um, this game still suffers with it today. I mentioned the game to people. People are like, oh, isn't that the game that had... Um, so it's really unfortunate that the, the negative PR is always associated with it because if, like how I was just talking about Spider-Man PS4 and you were talking about Nier, talking about different games, this would have been one of the games that would have mentioned if you'd have said, hey, what was another game? I would have said, yeah, Battlefront 2 was one of the games that I, I really enjoyed, um, that I, I still enjoy. I still go back and play it quite frequently, <clears throat> but it's one of the most intri- intriguing games, one of the most curious games because of the negativity associated with it, right? Like I think the game's a good, a good game, but because with the negativity associated with people might give me a second look, like, what do you mean it's actually a good game? Yeah, and uh, and then EA going into canceling the other game that they were working on, the uh, uh, adventure, you know, single-player focused adventure game that they were working on. Uh, so that got canceled, and that got moved around a lot, and, and there's two games that got canceled, actually. So, uh, And now, you know, uh, Fallen Order comes out um, pretty soon, actually, and we'll see how that works out it looks good so um it's not built on frostbite so that's great so yeah and uh, i think that fallen order looks looks pretty good um i need to see a little bit more of that game i'm not gonna pre-order yet i i'm probably gonna wait and hold up for reviews uh, i think that's one of those games that you can find for a pretty good deal during black friday so i may just hold off on that um uh, but yeah, man, EA is. I think I'm gonna get it. You think you're gonna get it? I'm gonna get it first. I was talking to someone about it recently the other day. Watched a trailer with with them. We were talking at our own time, and uh, you know, I think I'm gonna get the game because it does give me a little bit of the Force Unleashed feels, and that would be one of my yeah. honorable mentions of one of one of those games that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, one, one of the best Star Wars video games I've played. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, but. Going into, you know, some of the negatives, you know, fortunately, of course, we lost Stan Lee and his wife, Joan. Um, you know, uh, this, uh, uh, it's, it's a loss that cannot be, you know, understated how much uh, of a big deal uh, Stan Lee is. Um, you know, there could be stories, there could be all these things, right? But uh, front and center, he was out there putting putting these characters out and, you know, um, you know, again, I'm not saying that he did it by himself. You know, Jack Kirby did a lot of work as well. You know, he deserves uh, the the same, you know, attention and respect that Stan Lee, Um, you know, Jack passed away quite a few years ago, but, uh, but Stan, the man, man, uh, we, we lost the dude and, um, you know, we, we got to see him well last time in, uh, in Endgame. So, yeah, I feel like I lost my grandpa when I think about it. Like, he feels like a family member. Like he feels like the the guy that the matriarch, the guy that started it all. Um, yes, like you said, there are other people absolutely that we want to make sure we give credit to. Um, it, the crazy thing about his passing is that we had Steve Ditko pass just shortly before as well, um, and that was I remember watching um, Spider-Man: Homecoming and loving that that they paid homage to this the Steve Ditko art 
of um, who does he see in his reflection. Like a, that's one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Probably is my favorite scene in that movie. Uh, and and Spider Man's my favorite uh, Marvel character. You guys see it behind me. I've got a big Spider Man poster behind me. I've I've owned plenty of Spider Man comics. Spider Man is my favorite comic book character. Um, and it's good to see that now and from a cinematic standpoint, he's really, um, getting more and more recognized, but Stan Lee's, um, never, never quit, never end attitude. There's so many great videos out there. You could hear of his motivational talk about how he would to really push through a lot of really hard negativity. So when you see a guy like that pass, you want to just take the cap off, tilt it at the guy and just say, thanks for all you did for us. Cause all these great records and things. I'm glad he got to live through a lot of it. I'm glad he got to feel a lot of the fan love being at comic cons and things. And, uh, and, and he, he's, he leaves a legacy. Like he's one of those people we'll still talk about like 20, 30, 40 years from now. There are certain people that are famous. That you we, talk about. He's like Walt Disney now. Yeah, right? exactly. Like I was going to say, we talk about Walt Disney and he passed away 50 years ago. So, right. you know, um, yeah, it, uh, absolutely. He will be missed, but you know, it's w- one of those people that lived, uh, uh, left an impact on, on, on this planet basically. And, uh, and will be remembered. I mean, the guy, the guy's a legend. And, um, I know that future generations will talk about Stanley and we'll see his cameos and, and we'll know that, that that's the guy, uh, that brought it, that brought everything together, you know, as you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch uh, on reruns the black and white, you know, the world, the world of Disney or the wonderful world of oh, nice. color or whatever it was called, um, dubbed in Spanish. Uh, it was still playing when I was a little kid, um, you know, and I knew that Walt was gone, but I, I got to see him through that show and uh, learn about how he did you know, the, the work with the movies and how he come up with ideas for the parks and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, Stan will be missed for sure. Uh, I'm sure that, um, you know, that, that we will remember him, uh, as, you know, a, a pioneer. And like what you say, he's, he's the godfather of, of all this, you know, yeah. nerd revolution that's going on right now. Um, because, uh, we're mainstream now. We're not, we're not, we're not. We're no longer the the butt of the joke, Joe. We now, the, now people come to us asking us questions. Absolutely, yeah. So we, now we got. Well, now we got the money, right? <laughs> so yeah. now we got the money. Um, but yeah, Joe. I mean, we can we can keep going and talk about you know uh, stuff for hours, but um, yeah. Um, again, I'm hoping that you guys are are enjoying this show, which has been a little bit different. Uh, we are still making adjustments and changes here and there uh we're hoping to have everything under control here in a couple of weeks but uh we're learning new tech we're trying to get the youtube back up and running and still maintain uh, acceptable audio quality for the audio only version uh, also want to throw it out there if you're watching on youtube because of copyright reasons uh, i don't post any music on our YouTube videos. Um, but if you listen to our podcast version, um, there's always a song of the show. Uh, this week I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to our first song of the show. Yep. Uh, if you don't want to, you know, if you, if you, if you want to check that out. Um, and, uh, uh, we went through, you know, a couple of different intros trying to find our intro, uh, and, and all these things. Uh, I may, I may throw one of the, one of the classic, no low time intros for today's show just to 
just to mess around with people. Yeah. It's like, hey, wait, is this the same thing that I listened to? So, um, you know, we just want to just want to go ahead and, and one hundred episodes later. Yeah, exactly. And uh, man, Joel, and I hope again. I, I hope that we can get to a hundred more. Uh, you know, hoping that that you know our our you know listener base uh, grow keeps growing. Uh, our YouTube channel is secondary for us. Um, so you guys. Uh, like what Joel, Joel said at the beginning, you know, uh, check us out on, uh, you know, all, all the podcast platforms, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, leave us a review, uh, send us an email this week and line next week so you can, you know, we can score a free game, guys, seriously. Um, but uh, do you, uh, just if you're new to the to the show, if you're listening for the first time, uh, we do try to post on Thursdays as much as we can. I know that um, our our line of work sometimes does not allow to post on Thursdays. Sometimes you may go on Wednesday. Sometimes you may go on Friday. Um, but but for now on, uh, we used to do our YouTube uh, live in the past. Um, now video versions are probably not going to get posted until like Saturday. But uh, but but it'll still be out there, you know. Uh, again, our main is uh, to to keep the podcast rolling. Um, you know, we're hoping to come up with an idea soon, Joe. Maybe Patreon, maybe do something so we can, you know, maybe make make a maybe pay the bills, right? Because uh, you know, this thing ain't free, and, and we're doing it for the for the love of the art. That's right. And, and also add more content. We've got some ideas out there about how we will do things. So we want you guys to stay on the ride with us. Absolutely. Joe, go ahead and again, plug the social medias, the Insta snaps and the snapgrams or whatever, whatever, whatever people hack these days. <laughs> oh, but always aging himself. Well, guys, <laughs> we thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Once again, to listen to us here on No Load Time, episode 100. It's been a great one, and we look forward to so much more. So stay with us, stay connected with us, and go ahead and follow us at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, like I mentioned before in the show. Uh, if you're not following us on those social platforms, you're missing out on some really cool content. We're not just posting our episodes. You know, Every now and then we'll put a fun tweet up about some news that's happening at the time, responses to it. Uh, you know, I went out to Comic-Con, had some great coverage of stuff on there. You could be in the moment. Go ahead and follow us on our social media as well so you can see the latest happening there. Uh, just a reminder, and we mentioned a couple times during the show, but make sure you're subscribed. Like we said, podcast is where it's at. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast version on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, which is really cool because I know a lot of people want us on Spotify. We're on there. Yep. Uh, also want to tell people to still subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, there's plenty of times where if you want to go back and be like, oh, man, I wonder what the responses were when I was listening. You know, when we do have the video versions on there. It's always cool. Uh, and maybe you'll see who, what's the faces behind the voice. Uh, <laughs> so. Joe's still single, ladies. <laughs> oh, oh, man, with the plugs. Well, <laughs> guys, thank you so much again, though. Stay with us. Send the email to noloadtime at gmail.com. We want to see your responses so that way you can win a copy of Metal Gear or a copy of Assassin's Creed, the SEO uh, collection. There's so much great stuff out there. Oh, bet it has been a great time, man. I look forward to uh, our future episodes together. Absolutely, man. And again, thank you, guys. We'll see you again next time.